0: we 203, we are ready to push through Alpha to Hangar 19. I'm ready to gave you to
1: push five minutes ago. Push without delay, and let's get this
2: plane moving, please. Make sure we're on your own way, 31 left position on hold. Position on hold, Delta
1: 1140 Your plane landing with people on board, trying to get where you are. We're landing 31L, L322. i am like you to start continue with the 319 Right, Victor. Right, Charlie. Show with two nine nine seven nine. Our climb got back to one three five nine Everything. Flight Sim Radio, we are back, back from the dead, as you would say once before. How about, uh, how about our new cast here? We've got, uh, Ron and good old Jersey boy, Emil, with us. What's up? well. It's good to have you guys actually joining the Flight Sim Radio team. We had, uh, we actually had, um, we had, uh... We had a changeover of people because, uh, not because of anything uh, bad or any bad blood or anything like that. uh, But um, they just didn't want to continue on with it. And uh, I did. And I know a lot of you guys out there kind of missed the show. So of all, what, eight of our listeners or whoever was listening, we are back and we plan on staying that way. And
0: you know it's not so ba- it's not so much that our old team was bad it's just that we weren't really we weren't really getting anywhere you know so we felt that we had to be proactive about it and uh you know so here here we are
1: yep and uh, totally we have agree. a show
0: for you guys tonight yep and uh you guys
1: know Emil he's been on you you've been on uh old cameo spots before and how about uh well Ron I think Ron I had you on the show when was that like towards the end of last year I think uh, something like that. Yeah. So both guys are not new to this. They I mean they they know what they're doing. Um, we're not going to bring you any qu- any quality broadcast like FS Break or anything, but uh, <laughs> we we will do what we can. We'll get you know what? Actually, I didn't want to get into this now because we'll get into this later on when we when we hit our when we talk about uh, the flight sim in our flight sim segment when we talk about it. But um we I definitely have some words to say about what's going on with uh with those guys. So we'll save it for that. I mean we're not gonna I'm not, I don't plan on bashing them or anything. It just they the way they conducted themselves really came off uh negative towards me. And uh and and I don't know about you guys. I don't even think you guys even you know what? I won't even get into it. We'll worry it's about it. Better off that. we'll leave for later. Yeah, totally later. Alright. I'm gonna take a drink of my uh my wonderful Grape Kool-Aid. Sounds great. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, it is great, kid. I gotta tell you what. I have not I hadn't had Kool-Aid in probably so long, and uh, instead of getting soda the other day, I was like, you know what, I I, I, I drink soda all the time at work. I'm, I'm always drinking soda here and there. I t- I'll tell you what. How's this for a morning? I wake up in the morning to go to work, and I go to the gas station. And I go in there and I get the, uh, you know, those little five-hour energy drinks they have. Oh, I heard those are really bad. No, they're not bad for you. Oh, well, they
0: probably are in the end, but... um, A friend of mine told me that he threw up. I guess he had uh, one a few times he threw up uh, for it. So I just stay away from them. I have my my can of Red Bull in the morning whenever I'm tired. I I cannot
1: uh... do Red Bull at all. For reasons to do with alcohol, I won't get into, but... I cannot I cannot
0: drink it at well, all. Well if you use it as the energy drink, it's fine, you know. But as as far as the taste goes, a lot of people say they don't like it. I mean the first time I had it, didn't really like it, it kinda grow you know, it kinda grew me a little bit and now I'm hooked. So you <laughs> know, it's not really a great thing to be addicted to, but um uh, you know, whenever I need it, get me up in the morning. Yeah. It works for me. So uh that's that.
1: Yeah, well Ron, have you you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah okay
1: well I, I- I stay with coffee for my morning drink though see, I used to drink a lot of coffee, I really did, but I just i I don't know what happened to me. I just stopped drinking it and then just went on with this five hour <laughs> energy kick but get okay this I'm, I'm gonna tell you how I'm gonna tell you how bad uh what I'm gonna tell you how badly I destroy my body in the morning when I go to work. I go in there and I go to the back section where the sodas are and stuff, and I reach down and I get uh the vaults, okay, you know what Who makes it? Coca-Cola makes the Vault. I think it's Coke. Yeah. Yeah, Coke does. I get two of those because they're they're priced right at 79 cents. So of course you're gonna buy the cheapest thing on the rack. Pretty precise, 79 cents. Yeah, 79 cents for, and that's 20 ounce drink. So I get two of those, and then uh, and then okay, let me tell you real quick about Vault. Is that Vault is Surge remade? I don't even
0: if you remember. I used to Surge. love Surge. I was oh, so mad when they got. Surge rid of Surge was, was the, in the best. '90s that they had it. Oh yeah, yeah. it was in the '90s. Oh, that was, that was my, my favorite soda. It was the Man, best that. soda. Oh, I loved
1: it. You, you know they didn't discontinue it; they just stopped selling it in the states because people... you know one of know the, the
0: commercials they used to have when um.
2: Yeah, Surge.
0: Yeah, they used to have the kids in the middle of the street with the with the with the sofa. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you remember those. Yeah, I remember those. It's like those great.
1: They, they act like they're uh. <laughs> they act like they're uh, skater punks or who it was. It's like, it's, oh, we're so extreme to be drinking surge. When it's like they, act, they acted like it was alcohol. That's why the yeah. mothers uh, of these kids said, I don't want my kids drinking this. And, you know, of course, they wrote emails or whatever to the company of Coca-Cola. And they just put a ban on it in the United States. You can actually still get it in other countries or you can still get it uh through the internet but um it's a big commodity but back on to the subject vault is surge they just put a su- uh, energy it's like the same energy supplement they just put one extra ingredient in it that way it cannot be called surge and the, it, so it didn't start a whole new thing up. but okay back to the original story i get two I'm of those <laughs> for, uh, for the day oh i get two of those i walk up to the front and then I'm, of course, I'm like, oh, you know, let me get a five-hour energy. So I get a five-hour energy. So I have that. I slam that on the way to the car, and then I drive in and, and I drink a uh, a vault. So when I get to work, you wonder why you're just you gotta, just be, you gotta be so jacked up. Mind. Oh yeah, you're I mean, just you got jacked it. up. You're just like <laughs> <laughs> going nuts, and you wonder why. And then at lunch, I got, I'm like, well, I can't let the other soda go to waste, so I gotta drink it. So I'm, I'm I was just doing nothing but straight energy. And, uh, I, I kind of stopped doing that. It wasn't, I don't think that's
0: necessarily I'd, good that's for you. That's not it. a very good habit to, uh, you know.
1: Yeah. But now I'm back on, I'm back with Kool-Aid, which was, uh, one of my childhood friends. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I like it. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's just flavored water is all it is. Do you guys even, do you drink Kool-Aid even to this day? Not a big fan. Yeah, I haven't had it soda. in
2: a long time.
1: I know, Ron, you're a soda-holic like I was.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it's better than alcoholic. Let me yeah. tell you something. When I was a little kid, I used to drink. I could drink a twelve pack of soda a day, I mean, like nothing. Oh, I could, I could do more than that in a day. Yeah, Even so could I. I I'm just saying that. I buy you know, one it's of those It's all so bad for you. I buy one of those cubes of like Mountain Dew, and I go through one of those like nothing. And <laughs> and I know the people are out there are like, oh, you know, oh, I can connect you with you on that. And yeah, that's fine because that that's you know that's cool. But I'm not sitting here putting a front like. You know, oh yeah, I'm so cool. I I drink. I could drink a case of uh, Mountain Dew, like you know, like it's beer or something. Because my alcohol drinking, since I am 26 years old, I do not. Uh, I don't just drink soda like it's beer, you know. And and that's what a lot of kids do. They, if, they, if their mothers or their parents or whatever say, you know, I don't want you involved with this, so they drink soda like it's beer, which I think is just as bad of a tendency of habit as learning to drink beer. Because once you get to the beer stage, you're like, well, I, you drink beer like soda because I yeah. do sometimes and I have to watch myself. So
0: true. It's terrible. And the thing about the beer is it really gets you fat if you, if you really start drinking it one after another. But see, I have know, such a high metabolism, don't. it doesn't happen to me. So this is very you're, weird you're a toothpick but you know not everyone's lucky like you you know no, you, you gotta get, get hooked on that beer and then before you know it you'd be uh <laughs> you know really getting heavy so yeah uh,
1: well i'm a um I'm a buck sixty five and I'll tell you what i've been I've been that since high school it really hasn't changed I don't think it can
0: my weight <laughs> kind of fluctuates in the summer again a couple pounds in the winter you know because it's hotter yeah in the, in the winter uh you know it goes down a little bit
1: I'll tell you what I, my new my new job. Okay, let me tell you something. Today I I got my first pay. Okay, I got hired on with this company, and today was my first paycheck from them. And I go in there, you know, with high expectations about you know whatever the pay discussion was. I was like, you know, think I'll be making more than I was with the uh, the temp service I was with. So I get my first paycheck, and I lo and behold, I look at it and it's like it tells me a, a number obviously I didn't want to hear. I was like, oh, no, this isn't going to work. I was I was to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm clocking. I'm going to go home. If this is what I'm getting paid to do this, after I was exactly. told verbally I was going to be pay- getting this amount, I was ready to walk and say, you know what? What if I went out and, you know, walked out the door and got back with the uh, staffing company again and then just made a dollar less? You know, big whoop saves my – so they they claim they're going to fix it. But that just seems kind of dodgy to me. I don't I understand that. And I mean,
2: yeah, it's a little
0: uh, sketchy.
1: No,
2: it's, it. it's almost like a hook and bait sort of a thing. I, oh yeah, bait and switch. That's what you're looking yeah,
1: for. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. And, Amelia, you've got a job now.
0: Yeah, I work with my father's and uh, his warehouse. I work in the office a little bit. Uh, and, you know, I just do uh, computer work, You know, typical office work, just for the summer. What do you do?
1: Because uh, I used to do i did. See, that's yeah. what I miss. I miss office work. That's where my resume currently stands to say, my, my resume is directly built for flight sim radio it's, uh-huh. it's not I'm kidding but it's directly built for office work so why am I doing the job I'm doing now I have no idea and if they don't move me into a position for customer service or something later down the road I will not be happy with that company Jeff
0: Jeff, don't lie you know you love lifting uh, pallets all day with the forklift come on <laughs> don't lie that's not all I do that oh, is or you working know, all the arcade. I do. Come
1: on, which one is it? <laughs> I tell you that, dude. Going to that, that interview with that guy about that arcade. That was the worst. That was, I, I felt so low, like I was nothing.
2: I was That's like, like how rock
1: bottom. That was rock bottom. Right there. <laughs> well, you know the, off the unemployment. That was rock bottom. You know the chain of Six Flags. That's what it was. I was just like, no, I I can't believe I'm even here, like, and this guy is talking to me like this is gonna be a career choice. I'm like, it's no way, there's no way I can do this job. So I was like, but you know what? It's money. I can always just get another job. But see, that's what happens. I transition to that, and then I'm just stuck in the same old job.
0: I don't want that. You know, you don't want to be at a job and you just at that end job. You know, know you nowhere to go up from there. So you know, yeah. ideally, you want to be in a job where you can, you know, be promoted. But yeah, I, I with
1: the current company I'm with now, I went in there and told him. He's like, "Oh, he's my boss, he's just, oh, I, you know, you, you seem like you, uh, you, you don't like what you're doing or anything." And and I said, "You know what? That's right. I don't like my job. I, in fact, I hate it. But that doesn't, you know, that doesn't uh, change any performance I'm giving you from this. So whatever, you know, it's." It's not. It's not gonna ever be what it used to be at the ramp. And working at the airport for six years, you know, I absolutely love that job. So, what are you gonna do? And Ryan, you're still in ramping, yeah. so you know what I'm talking about. You, you love your job, do you not?
2: Yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't I mean, even matter. You know, it's, it's like people It's got its, hate the it's jobs. you know, heavy, busy, bad times. But when it's all said, overall, ramp's a fun job. It really is. Yeah.
0: And it's still a piece of money. I mean, it doesn't, you know, granted, it doesn't pay great, but if you're doing what you like to do, I mean, it, you know, it can't beat that.
2: Yeah, especially in this economy, a job's a job. Exactly. That's, yep. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. We've got
1: lots to go over. We've got uh, some uh, real aviation news, some things that have been happening there, as well as uh, our Flight Sim segment as well. So stay tuned, folks. You're listening to the Flight Sim Radio Network. I'm so sick of seeing airwaves and air travel. This is not even fun. You don't have to deal with that crap anymore. I don't? No. At Absim, you can download the latest airplanes, scenery, and refrains from over thousands of different authors. Wow, cool. Goodbye, airwaves. I'm sick of you. Absom for the beginning an expert enthusiast. www.absim.com from the premiere release of their 767 in 2000 to the beautiful unmatched triple seven of 2008, Project Open Sky is the place to find beautifully rendered models of Boeing, Bombardier, and Embraer aircraft, fronted by Hiroshi Agami and Yusuke Ubi, and a team that never fails to deliver.
2: Project Open Sky.
1: All right, I was kind of lost about finding a decent scenery for Sacramento. There's always that Mach 1 version, but that's too much. Uh, that's too plain Jane for me. I don't know about you guys. That really is. That's not. It's not what I like. Uh, then a friend told me about V1 Sim and their new highly detailed Sacramento scenery that rivals many of the current payware developers. You owe it to yourself to visit v1sim.com and download today. I'm not kidding, guys b one simcom You will be very pleased that you decided to check them out. The most anticipated flight sim add-on to date is almost here. Amazing photoreal skies will be yours with Real Environment Extreme. Not only will you get textures, but a whole new weather engine and a flight planner all wrapped up into a fair price. RealEnvironmentExtreme.com I bet you guys probably don't even know. If I told you Don Henley, the name Don Henley, Boys of Summer, do you have any idea who that is? Not at all. I mean, that's who we're listening to right now, but Amelia, you you have no idea. No, no clue. Have you ever heard of the band The Eagles? Yeah, sure. Okay. That's the lead singer. All right. A lot of people don't know that. I don't know why they don't know that, but uh, Don Henley is the lead singer of The Eagles. And...
0: I don't bite my head off. I'm just telling
1: you guys.
0: <laughs> All right, Mr. <laughs> Music Buff. Let's see what we got here. The Ameri- uh, American Airlines on flight or uh,
1: real aviation first? I will go on the I will go on the real aviation. Um, right here in my hometown of St. Louis, an American Airlines MD80 was forced to make an emergency landing today, shortly after taking off. That was due to a bird strike. And you know what I love is is these passengers like this Steve guy. He's he he. This is his description. Of what happened? I was looking out the window when I saw a big old white thing flash by, which is presumably a bird. Then the engine and, jarred like someone dropped a ton of bricks on it. it you know, I I don't I don't think none of
0: this stuff, stuff would have made the news, no. if it wasn't for. A bird bringing down here this year. I mean, because if it wasn't for that, this stuff would not even be newsworthy. No one would be. Hearing oh, they're so it, hard up you know? for
1: any aviation foul. Yeah. It's it's stupid. And, and what's funny is that okay, like this Steve guy, who who would say the engine jarred like someone dropped a ton of bricks on it? I don't think anybody would say that. I think that's uh-huh. editing. I think it's the sort of yeah. right choice of words. That's an idiot. And, and this one's this one's even better. Then I saw the whole thing come out of the back end of it. That's exactly what it says. Then. They said we hit a bird, and it smelled like me barbecuing and forgetting my barbecue. That's,
0: that's, that's BS. <laughs> you can't yeah. smell.
2: No, it, it's well, <laughs> pure. Yes, you can't see it coming out the back end of it on an exactly. MD80 either. You can't s- see the back of the MD80. They're saying it smelled
1: like barbecue in there because, like it, like it barbecued the bird. Well, it barbecued the bird. That's, that's spice, Yeah, that's spicing up the story. Well, <laughs> yeah, of course. But it would <clears throat> I don't know. It just that's retarded. Well,
2: it's, it's it's that drama, that element of drama that. People have to add in. You get pressed, of course. You know, and mm-hmm. so they can go home and say, "Oh, look, I was in a plane with a bird strike, and I could smell it, and I saw it happen."
0: I mean, you know, what people don't realize is, that, you know, the average flyer, average public, is that for some reason, just because we had an accident with a bird strike this year, everyone thinks that a bird strike is now a huge phenomenon. Like, you know, it's it's like it's never happened and in fact it's I don't want to say it's a normal occurrence cuz it's not a good thing but you know it happens f- from time to time yeah I
1: know that was the bird exploding there
2: <laughs> no big deal uh, I, th- I think it's a pretty normal occurrence i mean not in one general spot obviously but i think you know it happens somewhere every day somewhere in the world
1: yeah but the- okay well the-, the whole game
2: the whole thing about the md eight is
1: that they didn't say it exactly in this, but what a lot of people say is like they they always bring the MD80 down as being a bad a bad like like it's the airplane's fault to hit a bird. That's yeah. that's oh, what they're ignorant they don't really know any better right that's what the media is trying to portray like you know oh you know more it's terror. always the airplane's fault it's always a manufacturer or yeah, the exactly. airline or whatever and uh, well, I like, heard and this the pilot intentionally flew
2: it in you know
1: yeah it's never the pilot. Well, I heard this, on, I heard this earlier on, on a different radio station earlier today. And, and when they, they talked about it, they go, the plane was able to make it back to the gate. It's like, well, you just, just going to fucking Plowing
0: into the ground, and what did they expect it to do? Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable.
1: No. My mic's a little hot since that last uh, break. Bop, bop, bop. Oh, well. But um, yeah, who cares? Um, all 140 people on board weren't injured. And I know, Emil,
0: I know you love the MD 80. So you could. Oh, that's my it's my <laughs> favorite. But, you know, let me say something because I just came back from Mexico, Cabo San Lucas, and, you know, it was a great trip and everything. And we're, you know, we flew the MD 80 from Newark to Dallas. Right. And then to Dallas to Cabo. And, you know, when I saw that itinerary, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. MD 80, I mean, this is going to blow. And, you know, I really went in there with a mindset, like, well, you know, let we're an open mind. Let's see how it is. And I'm going to be perfectly honest, it really wasn't that bad. Now, American Airlines' product right now on domestic flights is, uh-huh. and especially on the MD-80, is not very good. Sure. And, you know, we were in coach, and the only thing that, that was really good was the legroom. legroom was great. Uh, you know, they, they still had that for the more room throughout coach, uh, the whole, uh, you know, thing they had. And they, they've only added one more row, but let me tell you something. The legroom was great. We were up in the, you know, in the middle of the aircraft, so there wasn't a lot of noise uh-huh. Uh and it was it was comfortable. I mean I, I can't have any complaints other than no in-flight entertainment.
2: Were you on the that. side that was uh, seating two across or three across? It's a long
0: I, I sat on both ways uh it was the three across. All right. But uh it, it was equal equal leg room for all rows. that's, a, that's a long that's a long trip in an MD80. It is, it is it uh, is I was hoping we would get something more like a 75. But uh, it was really early in the morning when we took off for Newark so I just slept through yeah the second flight we had a layover in Dallas for about three hours so we ate you know we uh, we did um, we did all our luggage and then we got on a plane and I kind of enjoyed the flight for the first 45 minutes and you know and that plane it's, it's real smooth the way it takes off you know it doesn't doesn't do a lot of rattling down the runway. it doesn't uh, well, that's it's amazing. kinda well gets that's, all what, nice. that's what
1: everybody always says they're really rattly yeah, airplane that was good
0: but uh, you know it's it's okay I mean, would I want to be in a flight that long on an MD-80 again? Probably not. But what
1: I regret... <laughs> how, many, how many hours was that trip to, to Cabo? It was
0: about three hours to Dallas for Newark and about two and a half to Cabo for Dallas. Oh, so it's totally. a, lengthy, it's a yeah. lengthy trip. And then it, the worst part was coming back because you lost the whole day. Oh, yeah. to, sure. t- we took off from Cabo at 8 o'clock in the morning, landed in Dallas at 1, did customs <laughs> in Dallas, and then we took off. Then we landed in Newark at 7. Okay? Yeah. And my, uh, your day is gone because you're going back. So <laughs> that's the only part that sucks. But, you know, overall it was a great trip. and uh, The plane wasn't so bad. But I definitely do not want to be in an MDA that long again. That's for yeah. sure. Well, you know
1: what? I've never had any problems with the MDA. But, you know what? I've never actually been on one, so it doesn't really matter. So it's kind of gay. Yeah, so
0: your opinion's worthless. Well, you know. <laughs> you just like looking at him.
1: <laughs> exactly. I don't I don't not have to be in one of those.
0: Let's see how you would fare a three hour flight, no, in-flight uh, so no I'm in flight entertainment. No, see how much you would enjoy that.
1: Well, when I fly aboard USA 3000 on their A320 down to Florida, that's two and a half hours, but they have in flight entertainment. Okay, so try flying on a more narrow
0: airplane, no entertainment, okay. I can and tell you a, a longer one. flight across the country. How
1: about St. Saint- Okay, how about St. Louis to Philadelphia in a CRJ-200? No, that's horrible. No in-flight entertainment. Like- hold on. No in-flight in, in, uh, entertainment at all. Then, before, a, when we were almost to Philadelphia, Cap comes over. Oh, let's uh, the camp for the flight deck. Uh, we've been informed that President Obama is in Philadelphia, so we're going to steer clear of the airspace. So he, he put us into a holding pattern. And all we did, we we, circ, we, we 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 were in a hold for like an hour in a CRJ200. So add another hour to my flight, and this is this is that whole debacle when I went down to Florida to fly. That even that began from the beginning. So I already had hardly any sleep from this, and this lady next to me is talking about her kids, and this, and I'm trying to sleep, but you can't sleep in a CRJ200. There's no way. Oh no, no way. It was the worst flight I've ever experienced. It was bad. <laughs> And then the flight Philadelphia back to St. Or, no, it wasn't that. It was Charlotte to St. Louis. Was aboard a CRJ nine hundred by Masaba. Good Shh. night, nurse. No, that was horrible. And then, again. and I was like, you know what? It feels like an eternity on that airplane. And I was like, I'm, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to it's go. It's Not a
0: very fast airplane. No,
1: not and, by and any means. The, well, the worst was the captain goes, oh, you know, we've we've been on, we've had headwinds all the way here, so that's whenever you know that uh, it's not gonna. Be so well, but you know what? I'd rather fly on the 787. Than about you guys,
2: <laughs> that's if they can get it in the air.
0: So true.
1: I
2: don't know what. We'll it's see later. Delay every
1: uh, every time. Well, yeah, there is. But the se- the thing about the 787 is. It hasn't even flown yet, and why are people getting all hissy, like, getting hissy fits about it? It's just like they want to, they so quickly want to throw their opinion out against Boeing or whatever, their A A versus B, that they just, they're just morons. It's like, why don't you wait until it has its first flight, and then you can start saying what you want to say about it? Of course, there's going to be delays. I mean, how many delays have there been with any other Boeing airplane? Well, yeah,
2: up. and the thing with the 787 is it really is a large step forward yeah. with in terms of technology and um, new features and stuff like that. The composites and all that. It, kind of it definitely yeah. is. I mean, look, a lot of people think I'm a devout Airbus fan because
0: I like the A300. It's my favorite airplane. There's it's no secret about that. But as far as the A350 goes compared to the 787, it's a direct ripoff, just with slightly different you know tweaks to it. and you know, Airbus had you know, Airbus they had the delays, their fair share of delays the 380. Yeah. And now it's Boeing now. You know, it's a whole new design. And uh, look, I think it's great that it finally actually moved on its own power. Uh, I think the engines sound great. I saw I saw a video on YouTube uh, about it. But look, uh, I'm I'm anxiously awaiting to see this thing fly. Yeah. Uh, so I think a lot of the criticism, the is kind of uh, unjustified because uh, it, it it is a new design. So you know, uh, you got to patience with them. You got to yeah. be patient with them. Well, I mean, like so. I, I don't know. I, the the vibe oh. I'm getting
1: from them, those from idiots out there, are are they're, they're they think that Boeing is spending all this time on like all the stuff like uh, you know they they think that they're overlooking it, and it's it's like how can you even compare it to this to the A380, and that's what a lot of people do. It's completely different, different airplane. Completely yeah. different. Different category. Different mission.
0: And, you know, whole different uh, whole mindset. Everything's involved. different.
1: But uh, they always want to come back to that. And uh, I was wondering um, what your guys' opinion was on that.
0: Yeah, I don't buy it. Like I said, I don't buy the A versus B stuff. You know, yeah. like Airbus, Airbus had their fair share delays. Uh, and if I recall, I think I read uh, recently this week that it, uh, Qantas, they uh, canceled 15- Seven eighty sevens. Is right, that correct? Right. Yep. Do You guys hear that? Yeah. 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 And supposedly they said it's not related at all with the delays, but I don't buy that one bit. I think they got no. really uh, frustrated with that. Uh, well, and I, I think, think it's kind of it's unfair, you know, because it's a new but, design. But what the I way my,
1: the way it's all working right now with the economy and and all that stuff, you can't really blame them for wanting to do that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not how it used to be back in the day. Whenever they would make a big order. For an airplane and be able to sit on it for a long time even if they got delays cause it's not look that at, big look a deal. at anna
0: the japan airline i mean right. they from the second bowen announced the 787 at the time it was called the uh, 7e7 i don't know if you guys remember right they were like mean, they, they, they hopped they stuck right on with the project from day one and so if anyone's got yeah. a, a gripe to complain to them you know yeah. but and they haven't they've been patient they've been really patient
2: you uh, know like i said the 787s it really is no different from any other aircraft program no aircraft program is perfect from start to finish
1: well yeah i, I, I mean
2: I've, I've never seen an aircraft program go from start to finish without seeing issues and cancellations and oh, you know yeah, that's, that's reiterating the
1: point that i made in the very beginning was that don't don't hasn't every airplane that's ever been built had complications especially whenever you're dealing with something like the 787 is as complex as it is and with the yeah. new technologies, of course, you're going to have
0: run. Look at uh, look at the seven six seven when it first came out. It was originally designed as a three crew cockpit, but you right. know economics at the time, you know, it wasn't it wasn't economical anymore. And they, with the technology they had, they were able to make it a two crew flight deck. And then you know you had a whole etops thing later with a twin engine right. and right. certified two crew. So you know we came a long way with that.
2: Come a long way well, with then, that. So well, then you go back even farther. You look at the seven forty seven. That was another big step, big step in size of the aircraft and the complexity of the systems. No. And even even how you maximize the range, you had the
0: seven four seven SP at the time. They figured, okay, we would make the airplane smaller, we get extra range. But with the advancements now, you got winglets, the whole new engines, aerodynamics, you know, composites. Yep. Yep. Everything is completely different. You don't necessarily yeah. have to make the airplane smaller to get more range out of it. Right. So uh, yeah, it's you know we've come a long way with the aviation i do and
1: on that note we are right up next to our next break we we gotta go so uh we'll be back here in just a few minutes we still have the flight sim segment to go so you're listening to flight sim radio network one airplane one team the Quality Wings Boeing 757. Superb attention to detail and quality. One light, Stefano, Anetta, Virgil cockpit by Jacob Kabake. All back to the sound set in tons of liveries. QualitySim.com Experience the bustle of Kowloon City the eerie calm of the checkerboard on a cloudy day, and the majesty of a Boeing 747 sailing over it alone. The Fly Tampa Kai Tak Airport scenery captures
0: the magic of a time
1: never to be seen again. This dearly missed showcase of aeronautical ballet can be yours today at flytampa.com.
0: Warning, the scenery is not fuel. computers to do memory leaks.
1: Ah uh, yes i love quality wings boeing 757 project such a beautiful model and virtual cockpit by none other than the fabulous jacob Kubik. how about sounds for a model our only meal is serafino juniors sound sets for all the engine variants deliver the best 757 sounds i have ever heard and that's polished off with an fte by brandon henry quality wings will no doubt be a huge success and you can visit them at qualitysim.com.
2: This is Nick Wilkinson from Project Open Sky. Are you tired of wasting your money on payware only to come up disappointed with no chance of a refund? Head on over to Project Open Sky. We have fantastic external models, simple yet realistic flight dynamics, and virtual cockpits available on semester aircraft. From jumbo jets to business jets, everything in between, Project Open Sky is 100% free no hidden fees, no gimmicks, no hassle.
1: Hey, it's Jeff here. Do you want to be recognized for all those countless hours you spend in flights sim? How about a VA? If you said no, it's perfectly understandable due to many not having that realistic flair you look for. But with U.S. Airways Virtual, I have found it's different. You're backed by a professional attitude, high quality form, dispatch, and unmatched day car system. You it to yourself to check them out. At U.S. Airways, I did, and I haven't looked back since. Katy Perry, you know she's actually a, she's a beautiful girl. Yeah, she's pretty hot. There's no denying that. <laughs> and you know, and her, I like this. This song isn't bad. I think it's it's pretty catchy. It is catchy. I like all of her songs, pretty much. Yeah, I like I like this one a little bit better than I Kissed a Girl or whatever that one was. I wasn't I wasn't really thrilled with that one too much, but
0: uh, the other one. What what was the other one called uh, so I kissed a girl, and there was a it, it, like, it, it, Dude, it, it, man. It, it, dude. Is that the one? Uh, look, who, look who showed up, Matt. <laughs> I'm thinking of
1: uh, a 400-pound fat hor right now. <laughs>
2: <sighs>
1: well, I'll tell you one thing. Okay. With this song being next, if you put it up next to... I kissed a girl. Which one? Which one would you would you pick? This one by far. <laughs>
0: yeah. But see that that's what's ridiculous. That... You know, I like I kissed a girl. Uh, you know, for a little bit,
1: and then I got sick of it. Uh, you like that song? Yeah, a little bit.
2: No, I see, kind grew out of...
1: that's not what you said at first. Listen, this one is a lot better. <laughs> come on, come on. I think we can agree on that. Come on. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I totally agree. With that said, you know what? Avsim is 100 percent back, and I think well, the last time we even had a show, Avsim was uh, was up. So it, we we never knew that it was gone. I mean, we knew of course, but uh, as far as like you know us and the listeners joined together, we never really knew it happened. So we know that that's where we usually we got most of our uh, you know the best of freeware and, and all that good stuff. And since Avsim is just back up. We're just gonna kind of wait until until next time before we uh, delve back into that best of freeware because the only the freeware you have on your computer right now, I guarantee you, that's the best that you know there is as of lately. Is whatever you decided to go back and say, oh, you know, I maybe I forgot something here, maybe I want something here. So uh, I know I did. I don't. Did you guys? Did you guys find yourselves? Go into Avsim and then and then realizing that you can't go there and then go into flightsim.com. dot yeah.
0: com. Yeah, I went to Flightsim a couple times. And, How horrible and are I, that? You know, it it, it is bad, uh, but you know it's good to have a competition, another service. Oh uh, yeah, I, you know sure. the thing is I don't like their interface so much, but they do have some files on there that you really can't find in Avsim.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I yeah. guy
0: posted on the, on the Project OpenSky forum. They got a uh, you know, they got you know more like exotic airplanes, if you will, on, yeah. uh, on Flightsim. You know, so I guess it's good for that purpose. But as far as apps, like the interface a hundred times better. We all know how bad the search engine is, so you gotta do quite a bit of no. time on and, there. And
1: you know what? That's I really 61. was wishing that apps might do something about that, but it's not. It's looking like they're probably not gonna do that at all. No, it doesn't look so good. Yeah, you know, that's what. That's the bad part about that. But um, with them being back, I think that means that uh, the whole flight sim community might get awake wake up and just go, okay, yeah, I think it's time to get start back at uh, painting airplanes or or doing anything that we normally do um well it's not like anyone stopped they just no, no they uploading. didn't stop but they weren't uploading yeah exactly. and then that makes other people think that there's nothing really left but that's not it's not true yeah, it's definitely
0: not the case it no. was a
1: definitely i think it was a huge dent a huge hit the flight sim community took whenever Avsim was hacked and taken down and all that stuff and and I'm sure the uh, the wonderful plane plane probably associated with me as such. And I, I believe he <laughs> did too, didn't he? Uh, I think so. I think in one of those, in one of their, their their forums, their online forums, I think he said some derogatory statements about me on the show. But you know what? Yeah. We, we, the funny thing is, he thinks that I could that I could hack it, or I could, I don't even know how to hack.
2: I really don't.
1: I, I, I'm 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 barely trying to use what I got here in front of me.
2: Well, you know, it's blind accusations. Just because he wants to blame somebody, and who better blame somebody that he doesn't like?
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: But with, I mean,
1: with Absom being back, I think, uh, I think uh, people are gonna get back more motivated into uh, releasing projects. And and I know, I know, Ron, you you've got stuff in the works and stuff, and you really would like to. You want? I I think what held
2: you back from releasing them has been Absom, has it not? Uh, sort of. What's mainly been holding me back is I just keep finding things to improve on. What's and instead of, that? you know, releasing a uh, pain as it is and wanting to go back and update later, I've just been holding back my releases until I'm really happy with them.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, I, But if if I cut you off wrong, but
0: a habit I used to have was I used to assign a lot of versions to my sound sets, and, you know, and Devin was a friend of mine he he didn't really assign versions, but he would just go ahead and, you know, make the same sound set but just put it out as a new one, you know. And for me, that caused me a lot of confusion because people would always be asking for support or they wouldn't be using the the the, the newest version, you know, and, and it was kind of, like, problematic. So, you know, as far as holding on to your paints until you, you're really happy with it, I think it's the best idea, you know, yeah. I think.
2: And th- there's a couple paints I'm working on updating that I've already released way mm-hmm. back when, and I kind of wish I would have held on to them a little bit longer no. until I've, I've finished doing what I want to do with these new ones. Um, one of them, I, I'm thinking of doing yet another Delta 777LR for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> you and I, Delta. I, I found something else I was unhappy with on my current version. And but that's you and Delta. Yeah, unfortunately. Your love, Your love <laughs>
1: of Delta. <How> are you?
2: <laughs> but um, even <laughs> if I had finished something while F-Sum is down, I really was not looking forward to going through the upload process of flightsum.com. Blah blah
1: blah. What were, were you saying, something? Yeah, thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I. I I know you. I know what you're talking about. But um, yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Finish it. Oh well. Just finish it, kid.
2: Crap happens, right?
1: Just finish it. Put it up there. And people will download it. That's what happens every single time. Yeah. Captain Sim, they announced their 767, and it's it's amazing to me that they did this right when uh. Right, like they, I mean, like, they didn't do it on purpose or anything, but Pro-Jobs guy's making their 767, and, and you know Hiroshi's model destroys Captain Sims.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And I just don't understand. What
0: is it with the 767? And they you failed had, you had so had the level miserably. B one, which is now FXS, FSX right. compatible. So it's exactly. really a bonehead move on their part. It seems
1: like a waste of time. And It's such a waste of time. And, but Ron, you know, I will
0: let you hit on
1: this. You go ahead and tell me about Captain, because they are they're terrible and and their 757 totally showed that to the community
2: well you know the thing with the uh, captain sim 767 over like the level d is the only thing it adds in is a virtual cabin yeah who who really needs that i mean do you really do you need to go
0: virtual shit when you're flying i mean is is that is that the purpose of the thing other than eating
2: your frames yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I mean, I I don't even use virtual cockpits personally, let alone a virtual cabin. Well, see, I use do it sometimes. I it has to
0: be good. Yeah. And if it it's not good, good, I don't even bother
1: going to the virtual cockpit. Exactly. I totally agree. But I mean, like, it just seems like a bad move to me because because a lot of groups are are focused on the seven sixty seven, and a lot of people. I mean, like, in the seven sixty seven, I don't think as in, well, to me, I think the seven fifty seven definitely prevails over the 7.6 in my personal preferences but for some reason everybody just seems to be like stuck on the 7.67 and you know, I don't know I'm just, I just wasn't really impressed with it
2: no, I think
0: I, I think level D has a market and I, I can't understand Captain Sim's thinking of putting one out and you know a lot of you guys know that Captain Sim did announce 7.6.7 a few years ago mm-hmm. and they scrapped it when level D you know, started putting theirs together so, here they are, they figure they change the model up, even if it, it is a new model, which it doesn't really look like a new model, and they're releasing it for FSX, and it's a piece of crap, yeah, the model. And you can say it's something different about the systems, maybe they're okay, but that model, I mean, the nose, all you got to do is take a look at the nose, it's, it's pointed, for crying out loud. I mean, is that what you want? You want to s- spend $50 on that? I mean, you know, you <laughs> might as well get, you might as well get the, uh, the Level D for that money. Get a exactly. full panel, you know, mo- the model may be a little outdated. Doesn't have all the, uh, the uh, you know all the state of the art stuff, but it, hey, at least it's the accurate shape.
2: Well, you know yeah. what, you can do what I'm doing, use the level D panel with the uh, new Posky model once that's released.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well. Yeah.
1: Referring back to that, that's what that's what's going to uh, why Hiroshi's model is going to prevail over Captain Sim's package because of the fact that uh, people are going to you you know what that's what I think Captain Sim needs to do is just. Just make panels. Just build panels. Yeah. You no, know, yeah, why even make, waste, the waste the panels all that bad. time? Oh, no, the uh, panels are pretty uh, decent. The frames are horrible. Oh yeah, frames are absolutely terrible. But I, when I, whenever I got the uh, the Captain's from seven fifty seven, I looked for the block that had the le- the lightest amount because I really didn't want anything but the panel. And yeah. I, but then you know what's funny is that. Uh, before then on afton that guy released that really nice 757 panel that was you know for it and after that i don't everybody was just like you know what screw you captain so we don't we don't we don't need anything from you the only pro the only product besides the f57 i ever did purchase from them was the 727 and not the new one it was the old one from back in the day and
0: and I, and it's I, a shame, Jeff. Sorry, but it's, right. it's a shame the new one is for FSX because it's such a nice model. I mean, the, the virtual cockpit's beautiful. The the gauge is real nice. I mean, I, I, you know, I hate FSX. I, I think know. it's a piece of crap. And it's a shame that there a lot of these companies are going out and just putting FSX only products when there's a huge market for FS9. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Ma- Make, massive market still. I and mean, it's probably more. I guarantee you, at least sixty
1: percent of the community is still using FS9, if not yeah. more. Oh yeah, and what's funny is that people like EagleSoft—they continue to head the direction of FSX. Whenever FSX is just going to dry up and die, it really is. Look, I think
0: the community has made it clear to developers that they're not interested in FSX-only products. They exactly. want a line with cross-compatibility. They want, you know, for all exactly. kinds of yeah. users. So yeah, I think that's a pretty uh, ignorant thinking on their part. Now, I mean, we're we're, to- we're putting out uh cross compatible product because we know there there are people that like FSX you know I don't like it but the, we we have to respect the fact that people do use it and people do like it or FS9 so right. you have to you know provide something for them to use so you can you know widen your your customer range you know so people yeah that's, just, totally that's the right yeah. thinking
1: you now make money if, you, that, like, if you don't mind me asking Emil are you are you guys going to make an FSX compatible version of the, the quality wings
2: yeah, it is. It,
0: okay. we're, this is what we're doing. We're developing on the FS9 platform. Right. But we're making sure best. that everything works with FSx, and we're going to be doing testing so it works just like it does FS9. Okay. You know? The mod, I mean, the, the gauges especially, Ernie, he, his stuff is all cross-compatible. He, he'll make one thing for, for FS9, and he'll make sure he'll have all the code in there so mm-hmm. that when you put that thing into FSx, it's going to work fine. And the same goes for the model. The same went for the sounds, and and, you know, I didn't, I didn't do the sound cone because, one, uh, I don't use that for sex, and I'm not trying to be come across as ignorant here and kind of like saying, "Oh, but you know what you're talking about." But you know, I don't really like it, and and not only that, but we don't really have the resources to do that, and you know, we, you know, a lot of people are pushing us to get it out, and you know, we're trying to get this done in a timely fashion, but also. You know, like our, our name, have a quality product and have it, you know, bug free. Especially the frames. Oh, exactly. So, that's yeah. a big. That's a big thing. But uh, about the uh,
1: FSX sound cone, delve a little bit more into that and tell me what you what you mean by that. Now, you, what sound you don't cone like in perfectly.
0: FSX is basically you know having three dimensional sound. It's just full five point one. If you have a surround sound, you know, think of you know for for those of you that aren't familiar, with the Doppler effect. For when an airplane flies by you. The sound is actually, the pitch is higher, right? right, when it, right. When it, as it gets closer, you know, it's, the pitch changes. And also, the sound in front of the engines, the, the actual, when you see the fan blades, is totally different than from the back. Now, what the FSX sound sound cone allows you to do is actually position the sound for all angles of the jet engine. From the front, from the side, and from the back. Right. So, you can, so when you do this, when you do a flyby, you can have that realistic sound, how the sound changes from the front. Of the engine from the sounds to the front and how they kind of transition to the back. They're more like exhaust and like whine sound.
1: Right, Whereas, I understand that. What, right. Like when it comes down to getting uh, recordings and putting those in and making a sound set uh, for the FSX sound cone, what does that do? Is that autom- does that do that automatically with what you've already inputted into it or do you have no, to get other not. sources? You have to, en- you
0: have to enter the, the parameters that you feel or that you want for that sound. Ah. So basically, for, let's say you have... For FS9, right, it's basically it's one dimension, the sound. So the right, idle sound right, that right. you typically hear when the airplane's approaching you is the same that you're going to have from the back. Right. So what you do in FSX is you're going to have to get at least three or four different idle sounds. Now, at the same RPM, but at three or four different angles. So you can position one from the front, one for kind of at the side, like a 45-degree angle, mm-hmm. one one you know right at the side, and one in the back. So you have to have four or five different sounds for one... RPM and position them in a three-dimensional, a full 360-degree uh, sound cone. Well, that's oh, yeah. how that works. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's a great feature. Oh, yeah.
2: Sounds like it, a, uh, a lot more work though. It is a lot more work. And
0: th- that's not the reason why I'm not doing it. But like I said, we have to, we want to get it out in a timely fashion. And at the same time, I don't have the resources. A lot of the stuff I had to go out and get record myself. And some people had to help me get it. Yeah. So, you know, and it's hard to do. You know, sound making is hard. You got to get you got to somehow get all these different crazy sounds and param and, and and clips of certain things you're looking for.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh you know, we we're we're going to make do with it, but it's a shame that, you know, I don't like FSX. I've said that a million times today, yeah, today I, but, I surely don't. Yeah, I, I, I know you guys don't. But it's a shame that they they had that sound cone in FSX. If it was an FS9, I would have a blast with it. I would be you know, doing all the, uh, the sound cones and stuff. And again, another reason why I really don't bother with it is because uh, it's for FSX. I mean, that SIM is unusable. I have, I have a pretty <laughs> good system. <laughs> I, have, I, have eight, I have 8 gigabytes of RAM. I get a top-of-the-line graphics card. Yeah. You know, I got a, a dual-core processor, and I get 20 frame rates in medium settings. It's yeah. a piece of crap. I mean, who wants to waste of time with a SIM like that if, if, if you can't even enjoy it?
1: You know, I'd rather have my my
0: settings at high end, yeah. with uh, you know, anti aliasing, all the air air traffic I want, and be able to have it at a respectable frame rates. It's not enjoyable to have a slideshow.
1: But why why don't you see
0: that like I see it, sir? Don't don't listen to that guy. He <laughs> doesn't know what he's talking about.
1: <laughs> the E4B uh, was released on Project Omen Sky. Uh, actually, that was yesterday, or was that today? Yeah, it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, maybe that was today. I I cannot remember, but the E4B was uh that's another addition to the 747, but you're on version 5 4, version 4. Yeah. And um I think it was I think it was a pretty good I, I think there was a the military guys were all going crazy about the airplane. I you know what? I I don't know if I'll fly I I will fly it and I'll probably enjoy flying it, but I, I just haven't been I I really need to get back into like flying the 747 series, because I just, you you only get that once in a while, you want to fly it and then you don't, but um, congratulations to Roshi on that model, because man, I tell you what, he he does, he just keeps topping himself, one, 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 one after another, I mean, even after the Poseidon release, uh, you know, I, I didn't even know you could shoot missiles in FS9,
0: you know, I he just he thinks that's relatively hours. new. Yeah, that's that's relatively new with the effects now that we we, we have. And uh, let's go, Jacob Klein, he recently joined us in March. He's really helping us out with uh, the uh, programming aspect. He's really uh, helped us in that department.
1: See, yeah, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't know he was in uh, programming or anything like that.
0: Yeah, he's, he's doing a little bit of, he, you know, he he was he inspired us to open the uh, Program Learning Center on the uh, forum. You can see that in the board index at uh, Project Open Sky. Yeah, I have seen that, but I, I don't think I've,
1: Gotten really into it to see what what it's all about at all. It's yeah. not really uh,
0: anything big yet, but no. we envision it to hopefully become uh, have a lot of information uh, about programming in there. Yep. So, so, congrats Hiroshi on the s- E4B. And uh, let's not forget Ryan Chadwick who also painted that uh that livery. Looks great. Oh yeah, so, Ryan, uh, Ryan. Also did. to him. Ryan did too.
1: Oh yeah. yeah okay Emil I know you live in New York well you live in New Jersey you live in New York to me it's all right next to each other boys okay listen to this website boys toys okay they made a New York scenery have you seen this scenery I I know I sent this to you guys an email to you guys earlier about this have you got a chance to look at this and how I
0: actually I haven't seen it you haven't seen this
1: no. Oh, it's oh. so bad. And you know what, I, what? When I originally went to the site and I looked, what it's eboystoys.net or whatever. And I went to it. I saw the very the very first image I show you. I was like, oh, you know what? That's pretty good uh, s- uh, satellite imagery. And then I was like, wait a minute. That's Google satellite. And then it says Google satellite photo of Central New York. So you go down and you look at the one they got and you go, oh, no. <laughs> and then you look at default Mind you, this is flight simulator X scenery.
0: Yeah, yeah and, and you could even use on. you could you could use higher quality textures in the FSX. They yeah. should have better uh resolution. Now, like, yeah, way better. And look what they did. And they're gonna they're gonna
1: charge for this? That's ridiculous. Oh yeah. It's bad. It's called low and slow
2: New York State. How stupid.
0: I just got the link, I'm looking at it. Uh them
2: well, this, they are low and they are slow. It's a land class (laughs) add-on that you got to pay pay for. So I
1: don't know. That's not. I don't know why you'd
2: make a land class add-on instead of a a full satellite photoreal ground texture.
1: Well, because some people don't like those. Well, I I understand.
0: Look, the default FSX land class is horrible. It's it's bad. (laughs) You know. Oh, I know. The good thing is the uh, is the terrain. Supposedly, it was. For better polish. mesh okay.
1: yeah much better mesh but you gotta take a look at the size and you know what when people install that on their system you take a look at the size of your FSX and you wonder <laughs> how much of that an sucks.
0: FSX let's say you're in a desert region the yeah. freaking grass at the airport is gonna be desert you oh I know gonna yeah. be like pink the freaking sand what is that it's an airport it doesn't have grass on it you know yep. so it's just so stupid whoever designed that I mean I'm, 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 that's probably the main reason why they got rid of Aces because they realized a the piece of shit sitting that came out with in uh fsx they had to get rid of them am <laughs> 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 um,
1: i'm yeah, I'm happy ace is gone but yeah that's that's gar complete garbage <sighs> Emil, you were talking about your you okay you have you have eight gigabyte of ram uh-huh that's that's ridiculous you know how much I have try to guess two
0: yeah, I have two. <laughs> you have XP, right? <gasps> yeah, what is XP? Well, look, I have Vista, and it's no secret that it's a memory hog. It's right. no secret, and I have the sixty-four one, and it's still, eight gigabytes for the for the Vista is like having four. You know, it's okay. like when I had four before, it was like having two. So So <laughs> if you had
1: if you had XP and you're running FS9 on it, you think
0: you it would just be screaming? No. It, it, Cause I have eight gigs, you know. I have eight gigs of memory now. You can't have that with a uh, with a thirty two bit operating system. Well,
1: yeah,
0: it won't it won't recognize that much. So well, I'm talking. I'm talking about the rest of your computer. Oh, the rest of my computer. Yeah, I think it would be uh, a lot better. But I'm used to Vista already. I like it. I, you know. The
1: reason why I don't I, think I'm going to upgrade to
0: Windows 7 right away. I yeah. don't know about that. I'm used to this stuff. Okay,
1: okay, well, I'll get to that. But the reason why I brought that up is because of Windows 7. You know that, that they did the test and they, and they said that they were running a Pentium machine on Windows 7 and it could run today's games. Now, that there alone tells you how much your operating system bottlenecks your PC. And what well, it can I, actually do. I don't know because
0: I, I read something in a magazine that they really they had a first look at Windows Seven before the whole uh, release candidates came out. Right. And they say they compared performance with Vista and uh, Windows Seven, and it wasn't a whole uh, dramatic difference. There's a lot of the times it was actually less next than uh, Vista. How long ago was that? Because what I'm talking about is very. I think it was recent. about two or three months ago. Oh. this is very it uh, may have changed very- I don't know how much you can change but Microsoft is a huge company I don't know how much you could change in an operating system department in three months because a lot of that stuff is almost almost fully together and you're there to just, yeah. just fix some little things
1: unless it was a black project you know behind closed doors and they've been working on it for a very long time and Vista oh. was just thrown out there to be a uh, medium for somebody to you know go, oh yeah I've, Vista made a lot of money that's for sure
2: yeah, well, after Vista, I'm not too impressed with Vista personally. And after um, the Vista release, I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like email. I'm gonna wait until um, Windows Seven's been out for a while and actually get a f- how other people react to it. Yeah, because buy on. it. Change I think it's just a hybrid of
0: uh, of Vista and, and XP. It's really nothing special to me. You I mean you say Vista was a medium <laughs> for a. Uh, for uh, XP and the next operating system, I don't want to be a, a fanboy, Vista you but I mean, I can't complain with it. I can't imagine myself with XP still, and because that operating system is so old-looking, and you know, you can get all these stupid themes and stuff but for what? I and mean, why? Why kid yourself?
1: Might as well get some. No, I it. like I like the XP layout. I, I like it simple. You know, I like I I've been using it for a very long time. I guess that's why I didn't want to lose. But you know, I had the option. They they would give me Vista for free. And I turned it down because ch- changing an operating system is a pretty big deal, especially if you're a flight simulator person that has so much stuff on it that you don't want to have to move all over again and all that good stuff and then worry about compatibility issues and what have you. Yeah. That well, I can tell
0: you bit with a 64-bit right? operating system, you get half of the blue screens, not even. You might Maybe a, a third of the blue screens you would have got you know it's just it's so much better it's so much more stable the the 64-bit operating system and it, it's a oh, shame wow, that's that, understandable soft, it, it's a shame that software companies they don't have a more they're not more dedicated to 64-bit i mean we're still kind of stuck with 32-bit a little bit you know uh, so i think it's a shame but if you are before you get your new operating system and if your processor is is a uh, can take 64 i would i would go for it cuz nowadays you can Anything can run it, and you can even have 32-bit software to run fine. So, yeah. you might as well go for it. That's just my opinion. That.
1: Oh well, yeah, that's <laughs> what. I I think that's definitely the right thing, the right right direction to head as far as that goes. Well, there's the music. You know what that means? It's that's, that's time a for to us to get out of here. And I uh, mean, do you, do you guys feel like I think we'll I think we'll be back. Before they know it, yeah, for another show. Shouldn't be
0: too long. Uh,
1: we won't, we won't make it wait too long. Once again, you're listening to the Flight Sim Radio Network, and we'll see you next time.
2: And you're going back and forth a million questions, but let's go over
1: it. Merit intersection. That's spelled Mike Echo Romeo India Tango. Rick Hartford. That is spelled Hotel Fossa Delta. Direct Putnam. That is Papa, Uniform Tango, and then it's filed. If you have any further questions about your route, your taxi route, the route you're gonna fly, anything else. Not for now, sir. Thank you. For so now, I'm sure in 30 seconds you'll have another one, but continue to the runway. Okay.
2: Go 203 radar contact clear to bravo air space from the west northwest out of below thousand seat directly in between the runways overhead aqueduct landing America Pan on rich. Shoes Close to Ground Traffic not visible from the tower. We can wind win 28020 port Landing is short. Yes,